I can make I can make you the next president over me <laughs> because I I know all the marketing tactics, but it's it is hard and not as fun to follow when it's. We can do each other's campaigns. Okay, and, perfect. Uh, you can go first. I'll be president of yeah. the world. Yes. And perfect. <laughs> Welcome to Sound Shift, the podcast diving into the future of music and technology. Today we have AJ Smith on the podcast telling us about his tour and new tracks that are out today. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell everybody at home? Just a bit, little bit about your background. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm AJ. It's really awesome to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Uh, it's I actually lived in New York City for 10 years. Um, I chased the dream up here, uh, got a scholarship to NYU, amazing. which is really amazing, um, and and have been going after the music dream ever since. And uh, yeah, I just wrapped up a tour. I mean, if, if you've never heard my music before, it's sort of like retro pop with a new twist um so like classic rock inspired pop of, of today i would almost say um i play a ton of different instruments um and i'm just trying to make some dreams come true amazing and i love your music i checked out all the tracks and i think it's it's amazing and touches on really important subjects and well, there was a lot about mental health which i thought yeah. was great as well um one thing i love too is if i were writing a song i tend to stay in the darkness and you almost take those places mm. and make them uplifting in the same track so how do you do that because i i haven't mastered that well i'm a sagittarius so maybe, okay. maybe it starts with that um, but i think oh and, and oh then oh, i yeah, have my dog with me I'd, introduce the guest think, other guest star yes she she's maybe how i do that because you know you'll be depressed in bed and then you get this these beautiful little eyes looking at you like but there's a beautiful day going on oh. outside um so no, it's the so muse then she's the muse oh um I, you know i think a big part of it is What's the word? Sanguine, right? Mm. Is like finding hope in the hopeless. Mm -hmm. um, I spend a lot of time with with regards to mental health, kind of in these darker spaces. Um, I think a lot of artists do because, as maybe extreme empaths who are more sensitive, I, I have a sensitive nervous system. You know, Same. in terms of like feeling those highs and lows extremely, mm -hmm. uh, and then wanting to write about them to better understand them, right? And but I think it's almost like a well, if if I only stay there, and trust me, I write a lot of songs that stay there. Yeah. Um, but if I only stay there, and that's what I put out into the world exclusively, then I'm not helping myself get out of those moments. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it is sort of the how can I find the silver lining? Um, that thought process is always there. I, I love that a lot of your lyrics, I, I was just listening to it on a walk home the other night, and it was just very uplifting, but I felt like the music, it relates to so many different themes in life, so that was mm. great. What is your process for writing a song like that? Uh, yeah, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, and that, the attention and to the detail and everything, that, that means a lot. Uh, I think my, my process is I, I do a lot of writing around themes and a lot of writing around concepts. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, you already hit the nail on the head with mental health being one of those. Um, another of those, I, I'm working on a project right now that I would consider all the songs that I'm writing are based around universal human truths. And I like to mm -hmm. write a lot of things that are universal human truths, yet through the lens of my own story. And in hopes that maybe somebody else can find their hope, their sadness, their joy, their mm -hmm. triumphs in my story. Um, and it can reflect back and help them better understand maybe what they're going through. Um, 
and we can all connect. And mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful. But my, my process is at least starting from there. Okay, that's what I want to write sure. about. Um, so, for example, all of these songs start with the word we. Um, and I'm not going to give away the album title yet or anything <laughs> like that, but it will be very obvious when it happens. But The new I, album title. Yeah, the new album title because I'm thinking of... Well, Let me guess it. <laughs> <laughs> like what are the things when as soon as you say the word we immediately you envision yourself as more than just yourself. You envision, mm -hmm. OK, these are true. So like when I say, for example, in my song, we're all going to die. Well, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, um, I, I love that song because if I were to write the song, it would have just been we're all going to die. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the second part. Do you want to tell everyone else what the next line is? Uh, we're all going to die. We don't know when. Let's make the most of the time that we got left. But that's so great. And that's yeah. I for me, I'm like, this is a great uplifting message because I don't always know how to get out of the end <laughs> stop. We're all going to die. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I get realist, stuck I guess, there. But <laughs> when that alien stuff was going down on the news and in, in the test, I was like, huh. <laughs> another another just normal day yeah just another another normal, normal day. i'm gonna walk out i'm gonna put my pants on the same way i did yesterday <laughs> and just carry on um what were we talking about i don't remember but your fans were are so engaged process. with that oh process <laughs> let's go back to process and then we'll talk about your fans yeah sure uh okay so yeah process is you know i'm starting with this concept so maybe within that i might go okay well, what's something else? Uh, and one of the titles that I come up with was We All Got Friends, We All Got Enemies. Kind mm -hmm. of thinking about, well, this person that maybe doesn't think fondly of me has, like, they're going and talking to their own little group of people yeah. about how they maybe don't you like me. You want to shout out your enemies today? Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I don't have any. You know. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, I might be going to my own friend group and being like, gosh, what's with that person? They're just such a jerk, and they just mm -hmm. give such negative energy, and I don't understand it. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Um, but it's so weird that we're all going through this first-person human experience where, like, that is the case. So I was like, I want to write a song about that. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a song, We All Got Friends. Um, I wrote a song called We'll Never Be This Young Again, mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> it's not out. <laughs> and I wrote a song called We're All a Little Bit Broken. Mm -hmm. And and so, like, there's all of these song titles that kind of fit in, into that world. So I start with the concept. Um, I usually have even a title or mm -hmm. something that I really feel strongly about writing. And... That will immediately start to just get melodies and lyrics to pop into my head. And then I love co-writing. Um, I also love writing by myself. It depends on if I feel like this song is so vulnerable that it needs to just be me. Mm -hmm. Or if I want to open it up to, hey, let's just bring in people that I'm friends with that I know that we can, when it feels like a safe space, that we're just going to make awesome music together. Um, and then the songs pretty much write itself when you've created like a great environment for it. I don't know if you felt the same in your own writing, but like when it's true... It just pours out. Exactly. I guess going into your creative process a little bit, some people um, have really struggled with just being creative if they don't find that to be natural to them. What yeah. do you recommend for creatives um, in the future? Because I think right now everybody's very scared about being replaced by AI. Yeah, I, I think about this a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've used like ChatGPT just for to go and see, okay, how close are you? And I'll feed it lyrics of my own and be like, the same. <laughs> hey, give me like, oh, and there's Bailey drinking water too fast. Okay, relax, baby. Uh, <laughs> I love her so much. I, I love her too. I hope she's not too much of a distraction. No, I. And that y'all are enjoying I, having a I dog always welcome animals on this podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> I lost it. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Something about um, your grandma. 
And then we were talking about your creative process and creative then AI, pro- take, oh, AI, AI. AI taking over the world. Yes. Thank is, you. It, is that happening or should everybody uh, so, you just know, like chill? I'll feed in my lyrics. I, I mean, I think it's something that we need to maybe be thinking about because I think as technology continues to advance mm-hmm. and, and all of that, like, I think there are certain things that we're going to need to safeguard as humanity. Sure. Like we need to be able to decide when everything can be automated. And what's weird is that all of these people that work in finance and stuff, they're thinking – Let's capitalize on this now, but yo, I'm sorry, your jobs are going to go too. And if anything, <laughs> a lot of those jobs are easier to automate than art. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the number crunching in, you know, the studio executive's office. I just speak to that because of the writer strike going on right now. Sure. Uh, but a lot of the number crunching and a lot of the even the production job of hey, deciding whether or not a show gets greenlit or not, that to me could almost get automated and put AI behind that faster than the creative process of being able to actually truly replicate true art from like a true artist and tell a true story. Um, and you know, they'll go and they'll chat GPT will go and write lyrics based off of my lyrics. And I got, that doesn't sound anything like me. Mm-hmm. Um, or it might sound like me, but it's not good. It's like something that I would say, but it's not something that I would sing. It's something that I would write, but it's not something that makes sense. Like, huh. Um, I've or it doesn't it doesn't move me. I find like the quality is maybe okay, but it's pretty generic. The I would empathy say empathy. Yeah, yeah not it's like there. missing. Um, I think what's going to be interesting too is you know the battle over intellectual property and hey, you know, this is my copyright and just because it's available mm-hmm. in the in where you can go and Google all of my lyrics doesn't mean that you have the right to use them, and that'll be an interesting. But I mean, once it's fed the system, it's already in there, right? Sure. Um, but I mean, I guess to kind of bringing it back full circle my thoughts whatever those matter on the matter are when as a society everything can almost be automated i mean mm-hmm. we have to make a decision and go well what what do we want to protect sure um what does a post job society look like <laughs> what does and to to a certain extent i think okay well ai might be able to replicate lyric writing at some point that's good enough um and it might be able to re- replicate somebody's voice after getting enough vocal samples in to be able to do so um but so far i mean if robotics tell us anything we're so far away from the live experience of being able to come to for example my show at the gramercy theater tomorrow check it out everybody yeah which i guess probably will have been past tense by the time we'll get your tickets for the next one yeah ajsmithmusic.com slash toured we love Uh, urls on this show so actually that's a good pause let's drop all the urls where can they find you on instagram where's your website love uh instagram ajsmithmusic ajsmithmusic uh facebook if you're on Facebook, dot com slash AJ Smith Music. Perfect. TikTok. Uh, TikTok at AJ Smith Music. Perfect. Uh, that's that's so easy. X slash Threads, which <laughs> I rarely use. I, I joined it and then I was I was gonna get really into it. I'm like, let me be first on this platform, get <laughs> millions of followers on this platform, and then by like day three, I'm like, this is boring. Like, I'm not <laughs> laughing at you at the thought of that. It's I'm laughing at the fact that I had the exact same thought. I was like, all right, finally, if if this is like if if this I joined TikTok at the beginning, yeah, and then that's what I, I was like, exactly. oh. Eh. <laughs> so what do you do you think that that's a platform that artists should be utilizing like who's on the, that now I, I, I need to like log back in and news? see who's still chatting I, I don't know I don't to be know. honest with you 
the artists that are just getting started today, what do you think the future is going to look like? Do you think that people are still going to need a label? It's going to be more independent artist driven? Uh, I think, I mean, there's been such a big drive towards being, because you don't necessarily need a label. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's sort of the interesting thing that social media has brought about is that before it used to be, you needed millions of dollars to market in order to take a song to radio to have any chance of mm -hmm. having any kind of mainstream success. But that's not like now necessary you just need a dog. anymore. <laughs> you, just, you just need a dog at your merch table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I think labels, I almost look at it with, within the startup space, right? Sure. So you'll have like angels, your early adopters, your early users, and then you have um, different levels of venture capital. And like to a certain extent, Labels are like venture capital funds that are investing in a company that already has traction, in an artist that already has traction. That's what we're seeing more now. Um, but we're also seeing the investing in the one song uh, because it's like, hey, we want to sign this one song that sure. has already blown up on TikTok. So then now we can put it to radio because that's a formula that has safety to it from a financial standpoint on, on their part, right? And it's a business. Um, where I think it's interesting is that the labels that are more collaborative – um, and foster community within their roster, mm -hmm. I think personally, I think those are going to be the ones that will win out because those artists will have a sense of community as well and then they'll be able to support each other on their journey. Um, but one, I guess advice, mm -hmm. and I talk about this all the time with, with artists that I hear that are like, well, I need to get together a budget so then that way I can hire a producer and then I need to get together a marketing budget so I need to get like 20 grand in order to be able to start. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. you don't. Release the acoustic versions of your songs. You just need to go. If, if you need to go get in a studio, mm -hmm. then write your songs. Go in for like three hours. Uh, depending on what studio, you can find it for like 50 bucks an hour or whatever it might be. Um, and cut the acoustic versions of your songs. Um, get them. That's great advice. You know, yeah. And you can find somebody relatively affordable or like a friend in your early stages. Fans and, you know, like to see growth. Mm -hmm. um, I say this after I've taken down old music, but that's just because it wasn't necessarily in line with like where I was going, right? Sure. I kept the old stuff that I felt like was in line with where I was going. Um, but why put this like $20,000? And because the thing is that once you start solving problems with money, then that number just keeps going up and up and up and the things that you can do keep going up and up and mm -hmm. up and it'll be like, oh, well, we need to sign up to do this $10,000 influencer campaign for this one song that may or may not work. Mm -hmm. Or we need to do a $5,000 ad spend on this song that may or may not work. Or, you know, a lot of labels will pay like $1,000 a day to TikTok ads for their artists and mm -hmm. it's like $1,000 a day? Mm -hmm. That, to me, I'm like, that's three songs that are mixed and mastered. And I don't see like those that, ads performing you know? very well. And you know it's an yeah. ad, and people want to see content that they relate to that's authentic. I've spent a lot of money trying to produce music videos or doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. I make a quick blah, 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 million views. I'm like, yeah, this What the heck? Because people, I think, they like it when it, they don't see that they're trying to be sold to. It yeah. doesn't look so highly produced that... Um, that it's it like feels the industry plant. Yeah, that's thing, that, right? that, yeah. that's that's the big thing now I see on TikTok. If someone's too good, you're yeah. you're an industry plant. So you have to have to just stay authentic and and true to yourself, I think. Which is such an because like what if you're authentically good? Really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, just you know, kidding. No. Um, <laughs> That's such an interesting that's, thing. That's too, a good line, right? Like, what if you're just authentically great? Yeah, um, that's a good song name. Authentic, <laughs> authentically good, trademark now. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's so interesting, right? Because then, A, I mean, I I feel like I, what I love about this format is that I actually just feel we're having a conversation, mm-hmm. right? As soon as I pull the phone out to, like, talk at my phone, I feel like I'm not having a conversation anymore. I feel like I'm talking to my phone. Exactly. Which is, mm-hmm. I think that's a practice thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why maybe for the most part I stick to just, like, singing, lip syncing on camera, Um you know, or just like playing on my guitar or my or the piano or whatever, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's super interesting. Like, what yeah. is authenticity in an age of impressing people? I that's don't know. true because Instagram also wants that kind of curated. Yeah, and it is a prison because my Instagram used to be like, let me just post whatever I feel like, and it's mm. kind of crazy and chaotic. And then the moment I started trying, now I'm like hyper fixing. Is this grid perfect? Is this yeah. all aligned? And it's. It feel, even when I look at it now, I'm like, oh, it, it feels more fake. But yeah. th- that's what people want is like that. Per- it's like they say they want it, but they don't really. So I, I well, don't know. It's so interesting. You know, like I just did this experiment where I did a day in the life on my tour every single day. Oh, amazing. Um, and which I mean, it's not like a ton of work. One of the hacks that one person from my management company said was just open it on TikTok, record a couple seconds at various points in your day rather than like trying to edit it all together oh definitely yeah so much faster you probably already knew that maybe people already here already know that i did not know that so if anybody out there did not already know that well there you go um (laughs) i was like ah you just saved me like an hour and a half at the end of my day so it was i found that super helpful but i I was experimenting i was trying that out and like weirdly you know the super fans loved that content yeah but for the most part algorithm did not like that type of hmm. content. And I, I don't know, I thought that was really interesting. Then I go and I post one clip of me singing We're All Gonna Die, which has gone <laughs> viral before. And it's like, whatever views jail I'm in, I'm out of all of a sudden. That's and what happens a lot too, that I'll be posting, 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 and then I post something dumb and then it kind of like reignites the algorithm and then I start getting so views again. So I, I haven't been able to crack it from from the viewpoint of what I want to post. Yeah. I know how to do it from... If I, if I were to do a marketing person, if I were to look at myself as a client, I would do a 10 times better job because you have to have that quick hook. You yeah. have to like, hey guys, uh, or have uh, have you ever thought about that you're gonna die? And yeah. then you jump into X, Y, Z and quick, 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 yeah, song. quick, quick, quick cuts. Yeah. Like the faster, the better, but I hate making content that's, I have to make it's it fast. It's the selling to, I, I agree and batch it because for me, I wanna, again, like I wanna be here recording music i want to be writing yeah. i want to be out on stage i want to be performing mm-hmm. um oh and back to i guess wrapping up the advice mm-hmm. uh that's great advice of just like hey figure out what you can do like get your hook study that but also at the same time don't be blowing a ton of money on producers exactly. right when you're getting mm-hmm. started i mean if you have it sure if you have producers that you can work with can you learn how to produce I had to learn how to produce because otherwise I was just waiting for things to get done because favors, are, you know, when people are working on favors, <laughs> you're yeah. you're the least prioritized project, which is completely understandable. Rent ain't free. Yeah. Um, but rather than thinking of all of these self-limiting blockades, I guess my advice to somebody who's just starting out is just start doing it. You know, um, post your songs on TikTok, release one a month acoustic and then and you could even label it acoustic on you know the spotify apple music releases Mm -hmm. with the teasing of there's going to eventually be more but we need to build 
a movement in order to make it happen. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. And I think you've done a great job building a community around your music. And when I look at the photos of your fans at your shows, you can just see the enjoyment in their eyes. And they seem like very joyful. And I think that's great. And because you are touching on such important topics, I think that's uplifting for a lot of people. Mm. Say you're a budding artist that really wants to work on their live performances. Maybe they're really comfortable on TikTok, but they want to actually play a show. Yeah. What would you recommend for them to just kind of get comfortable in front of a crowd? Open mics. Just go Open do mics. it. Mm, yeah. Idea. I mean, just get in front of people. Busk on a street corner and get used to rejection. Get used to people walking by you and pretending like you don't exist. Mm -hmm. And then, like... <laughs> But then also find out, okay, well, what, what does work? What does draw people in? Mm -hmm. um, and I always go and try out new songs at open mics or, you know, writer's rounds in Nashville or something like that. And, and I kind of pay attention to what lyrics hit and what don't. And maybe it doesn't mean that I go and rewrite the song, but it does mean that I do something a little bit different when I play it to make sure that the lyric that I know is going to hit is delivered in a way that people will be listening to. Um, and so then other than that, I mean, I mean, it's like, have you seen the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> they shot that in New Fictional York. character. Yeah. Uh, but the, and I admire this so much about stand-ups, is that it's just them in a microphone on a stage. And, like, being able to go up and be okay, or maybe not be okay with, but, like, learning to accept that it's part of the process, completely blowing it. Mm -hmm. and bombing on stage and you might have to bomb a few times and so it's better to pick where you're gonna bomb and it's better to bomb at an open mic than it is to bomb on your first ever television performance on like snl or something so <laughs> definitely that that is true you know um so when's your snl performance i i think, I think we should look look for it this year yeah let me things let me, are uh, things things are popping with oh, the with the career oh, that'd be a dream that'd be lovely <laughs> let's manifest it Okay, um, so we were talking about that short-form content is really great for creators, especially if they are on a small budget. What are some tools that you like for video editing, for posting, syndication, technology-wise? What, what are you using these days? Yeah, I, I, from, from a video standpoint, I mean, I edit in Adobe Premiere. Um, there are some other free tools as well that give you some good video editors. I mean, CapCut I love CapCut. I'm fantastic. number one CapCut fan. Shout out um, CapCut. Not like, sponsored, but you guys... You, you know, guys can make really good videos that people think like yeah. oh wow you like really know what you're doing i'm like yeah well and now CapCut has the lyric text feature so oh really i, didn't, yeah. I don't so even think i played with that yet you can go and select if you already have the audio attached to the video oh my gosh i was typing that all out <laughs> oh no see someone showed this to me and now i'm so happy that i get to share it with you i knew you could do um, it for like voiceover but not the they now have a lyric it's been in that's beta. amazing yeah okay i'm gonna get Ma right on that yeah it's incredible and so like if you're shooting video and you've got your audio and it has like it's pretty close mm -hmm. you still have to go in and fix it but it's already kind of synced up and then you can go and add your little things so mm -hmm. CapCut is great for that um i also edit in adobe premiere and then if you're editing like talking head style stuff I have done it, I've experimented with it, I just found that that type of content wasn't super working for me, and maybe I'll try it again. Mm -hmm. uh, but Descript is great, because it's basically, a, or Descript, uh, which Descript, is, okay. yeah, because it's basically, a, it imports the video and it automatically generates captions, then you can edit the video by editing the words on the page. So you can ah, like, go and copy, paste, you can cut, you can delete. Ums. And it's better than CapCut, would you oh, say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, I mean, it's on, on like, the computer. Um, it's great. But that one's really great. 
Um, and then when it comes to posting and getting to all of your channels, I use something called repurpose mm -hmm. and that will automatically. So that way I, I only have to necessarily post to um, TikTok once native. And then I mean, you should probably post to others native. And I try when I can. But it's so much work to post natively so to all the apps, much. especially TikTok. When you were talking about taking those short clips throughout the day, yeah. it's so much easier to do that on TikTok versus taking on the video or on your actual camera yeah. and then editing at the end of the day. Yeah, 110%. And um, so what I with repurpose, you can set it up where it will automatically, like for what my workflow on it mm -hmm. is that it will download automatically to my Google Drive, uh, my TikTok That's videos. That's amazing though. Without That's such a watermark. time saver. Oh, huge. And then I can go into my Google Drive and I can share it wherever I want. You can set it up to automatically post to YouTube Shorts. Um, you can set it to automatically post to, I think, Twitter slash X. Um, and... Instagram isn't one it would have to like send it to you basically and say okay it's time to post to Instagram because I think maybe that's changed but from what I remember Instagram that wasn't available huh. uh, but you know I could just go, I have the Google Drive app on my phone and then I go and I download the new video it takes maybe it might be like an hour later than hmm. when I posted it to TikTok but that's fine that's great uh -huh. I, I just hired someone actually to go through my old Instagram and take all the videos and put them in a Google Drive photo uh, folder, and she's oh. <laughs> she's been amazing doing that. But it's I should have just done this. This would have saved me a lot of time. Oh and, yeah, you and can money. set it up, and I mean, hey, I'm always in support of giving a person a job. Yeah, that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can set it up to like automatically go back through your back catalog of like reels and or TikTok videos, and then put them in Google Drive. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I think whatever saves time, because your time is valuable as an artist. Your what what does your normal day to day look like? Oh, well, I since I'm on tour right now, it's a little bit different. Um, that day-to-day -day would be wake up, eat, <laughs> load the car, yeah. uh, drive to the next city. When it's not my shift to drive, then I'm posting on TikTok. I'm doing phone calls with my management. Um, I'll be trying to book writing sessions for when the tour is done. Mm -hmm. I do administrative stuff um, and, and all of that. Um, and then I load in sound check eat play the show load out drive to the hotel and then wow. repeat the next day um so tour is pretty brutal mm -hmm. and i'll like write music in the car sometimes oh wow you don't I've, get car sick like doing i like well, I, I admire that you can do all that in the car i'm like oh, I, can't, I can't do anything in the car let me just sit here <laughs> with my eyes closed uh, i guess when i'm driving i'm kind of more like okay, <laughs> driving well, and posting a tiktok that, that's how i started with we're all gonna die actually in the is, car it was in the car you wrote um, it in the like, car smashing on the dashboard being like we're all gonna die we just don't know when. Hmm. that's amazing that's cool yeah like, yeah so, I like that. so are you driving on this tour yeah oh my so gosh but this is our last show and then i drive back to nashville on friday so. oh and you were speaking of eating where do you like eating when you come to the city Ooh. uh new york well, has so many amazing places probably all a lot of it has changed since i lived here yeah, post-pandemic, um, a lot of stuff closed, but there's a lot of great new places these days. Yeah, I have celiacs, so I have to do the oh, gluten-free no. thing. And there's some, like, really incredible gluten-friendly places in the city. One of my favorite places I went with my manager for dinner to, it is um, Rosasseria. It's actually right around here. Oh, is, it's, is that It's pizza? all risotto. Oh, um, I don't yeah, think I know that place, actually. And risotto is naturally gluten-free. Huh. It's yeah, the true with the so, rice. so good. Yeah. I have to check that out. I also do restaurant reviews, so I'm gonna ah. gonna gonna check that one out. We start the podcast by asking what you're listening to, and I completely forgot. So, what are you listening to these days? Anybody you want to shout out? Anybody I, you want to? 
absolutely want to shout this Perfect. band out. Let's, I was just let's opening do some for them on tour. Amazing. And they're incredible. Okay, we're um, everybody check this band out right now. I don't know who he's going to say, but check them out. Check them out. The collection. The collection. I just listened to their new record, which is not out yet, but it is so freaking good. And getting to see them sing it live was incredible. I love this band so much. Mm. They deserve way more hype than I mean they have you know like 200,000 monthly listeners or whatever so like they're they're doing well but like they deserve so much more they are so good that uh please go and listen and share them they they're amazing unfortunately we're having such a great time we're, we're running over but we wanted to thank AJ for one being here today we wanted yeah. to give you an additional plug anything that you want to say anything you want to promote that now now's your your camera time <laughs> Um, okay, well, one of the ways that I like to close my shows is that I say, hey, follow your dreams, and then the audience says, hell yeah. So I really want to, first of all, plug your dreams and whatever you're going after and your aspirations. Um, if you would like to join my community and support my dreams, uh, that would be fantastic. It's it's wonderful. Just stay in touch. AJ Smith Music, AJSmithMusic.com. Find me on tour, AJSmithMusic.com slash tour. Google AJ Smith. I'm pretty sure I'm now finally the first one to come up. I had to work so hard at that. Um but, oh, I think I saw that in Google. There are a yeah. couple of AJ Smiths, but you are you there, are first. There, it's a little bit of a common name. Yeah, um, but, that's amazing. That's some good SEO. Oh, worked hard at it. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, thank you so much for listening to me rattle on, and um, and thank you for supporting amazing creators and podcasts and um, independent artists. And yeah. Sounds. Sounds. Bye. And then we'll we'll do your saying at the end. So what is it? Follow follow your I'll say the hell yeah. Follow your dreams? Hell yeah. <laughs>